0: Suds, 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 it's time for more Suds. Oh my goodness, it is definitely time for mo- more Suds. Welcome to the Suds episode where everything good in life is worth discussing. I can't believe I'm actually sitting here. This is good old boy Mike, and joining me here at the table is good old boy Dave. Hey buddy. Good old gal Juliana. Hello. And good old boy Kendall.
1: It's 1.35 Eastern time. <laughs> In well the
0: we are the best thing on at two AM and you know we want to thank you for choosing us over probably something on the BBC that, you know, would be exceptional right about now. Probably like, you know, moss growing a you or something, you know, to that effect. <laughs> well, our Sud segments are all about beer, beer and more beer, and this one hour episode is should be entertaining for probably about I don't know, eighteen minutes tonight. Eh, if we're lucky plus to it yeah you know I am ambitious <laughs> well you know this is a really special episode we're actually recording from the great American Beer Festival uh, and we're really just going to have a great conversation about this event um, it's just all about holy soul you son. know I, I just can't say enough you know interesting things about the great American Beer Festival here in Denver Colorado this is the Jbf for 2016 that we're going to talk about this evening. We're going to have a really uh, good conversation about some of the early stages of the event. Uh, you'll actually get to enjoy this episode on Friday, for those of you that are actually attending the festival. And well,
2: they'll get to listen to it. I think enjoy is a bit of a stretch. Like,
0: you know, I am... I am optimistic, Dave, so, you know, I, we, we, we're going to have to, you know, work on our way through this. We have a really great uh, conversation. We'll get to talk a little bit about, uh, you know, actually coming out here to Denver, um, the convention itself, just kind of the general atmosphere. Um, we're going to have a chance to talk about some beers that we had actually outside the convention uh, to kind of kick things off. And uh, then we'll kind of move our way actually into the convention itself and talk about some beers we had there and some of our experiences just on the floor in general. Everybody looking forward to this? Dave's thinking about it. Yeah, yeah so great
1: conversation. I'm guessing there's more people that are going to show up and talk? Uh, exactly. Uh, no,
0: but thank you. <laughs> I appreciate the thought anyway. <laughs> you know, Maybe we should just break out the cowboy right off the bat need a little more cowbell, you know, at this point in time, you know, right off the bat. So uh, we had a really great time, you know, coming out here. We flew. We drew. We drove here. We drew our way out here. We drew our way out here. Um, And it was just kind of a, you know, it was a good little journey kind of coming out here. Juliana, Dave, I know you guys actually drove, you know, to come here. And this is a bit of a, a beer vacation. So you guys had a couple of good stops on the way out, didn't you?
2: Did you know... That they grow corn in Nebraska. Really? Uh,
0: yes, I am aware of that, Dave. Uh, I do believe they definitely record. They grow uh, a, a lot of a corn. A lot of corn, yeah. Dork. Iowa, too. <laughs> yeah, I had a beer called Dork
1: today, but uh, or something close to that, but we'll talk about that later. Hmm. That should be
0: interesting.
2: No, we um, we um, we stopped off briefly in St. Louis, Missouri. Mm-hmm. Had a great time. There you go. Bought some beer.
0: Good, good beer town.
2: Stopped off in Des Moines, Iowa. Saw some dear friends, uh, Tyler, and Allison, and Isaac. Uh, oh, I'm time. sorry. That's the wrong button. Wow, that's cool. <laughs> Thanks. Sorry, sorry guys. You didn't mean it. <laughs> uh, tasted some very good beers in uh, Iowa. Had a, I, Des Moines is a good town. Good time. Good time in a good town. Uh, drove very. Quickly, I would say, but it didn't feel quickly across the state of Nebraska.
3: The holy grail.
2: <laughs> uh, Lincoln, uh, we stopped at a very cool place. I uh, don't know their name. Julie might know it, but uh, speak up, Julie, if you know it. <laughs> She's thinking about it. Oh, Jesus. Uh, anyways, we stopped at a place. They're cool. They had a lot of good beer, and they sold us some beer and some whiskey then we rode to Cheyenne, Wyoming mm. love it went to uh, Accomplice Brewing Company, had some great beers and uh, then drove down into Colorado today no yesterday, yesterday. yesterday.
0: Whew, man. I know it all kind of runs together
2: I drove up in the Rocky Mountains, saw some fantastic scenery, uh, met a cool dude who was a park ranger named Doc. (laughs) Um, Not Doc Holiday. He was almost that old. But, sorry, Doc, that was not cool for me to say. Um, But he was cool. He's from Minnesota. Doc, love you, man. And then we came down into Denver, we went to some places yesterday. And then we came to our place to stay
0: and went to sleep. Uh, There you go. Well, a good journey coming out here to Denver, Colorado. And I'm glad you guys got to see lots of uh, corn. Just
2: for the record, for people who are not watching the video, which actually there is no video, (laughs) um, Julie just (laughs) shot me a dirty look uh, for (laughs) rambling on. But here's the thing, Julie. When you that. don't pipe in with the actual facts of what goes on, I will just say whatever occurs to my... So,
0: what state did Dave stop being entertaining? Would that be, like, Missouri or prior to Nebraska? Tennessee.
4: <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, I'm just letting you speak. So, I'm going to give a shout-out to Square One Distillery, um, where we had lunch in St. Louis. I love that place. Good fried chicken. And Yeah, I mean... The food is great. The beer is great, and then they also have spirits as well. Oh, cool! And not um, like
2: ghosts, like liquor. Whatever. Thanks for clarifying, Dave. Yeah, well, exactly. They could be haunted for all you know.
4: No, but I mean, the drive to Des Moines wasn't bad, and then once Define we that. once we got to Des Moines, the bait shop was pretty good.
2: L bait shop. L-bait shop. Yes,
4: L bait shop. And two
2: hundred and twenty beers on tap. And they know exactly what 219 of them are. <laughs> no,
4: I mean, for Des Moines, that's kind of impressive, I oh, thought. Oh, dude, you
1: just totally sorry, ripped on everybody in Des, Des Moines. We're, we're banned in Des Moines now. Uh, I'm sure. <laughs> we, I'm sure. With yeah. the button. Once again, yeah. we, we are.
2: Well, for Des Moines, bad. you know, I mean, they're slow, but they're okay. You know, that's basically what you said.
4: And then we drove through a rather lengthy storm in Nebraska yep. that took up the majority right. of the trip in Nebraska but
2: Juliana killed every insect in Des Moines or think, in Nebraska yeah, yeah. we yeah. have a photograph of the windshield to yeah. prove it
4: for those of you living in Nebraska I've helped you out yeah so yay to that no
2: more pestilence yeah and um, plus I'm gone so right so and
4: great. at Morin's <laughs> liquor store we had so a great you, now town. you know
2: the name of it yeah well, Mar- I was letting Morin's. you
4: speak yeah.
0: Good Crowler fills. It was. Are we ever going to get to Denver? No. Uh,
2: that's, <laughs> Probably you know what? that's what we were saying the whole way through Nebraska. Well, yeah. Kendall and
0: get... I hopped on a plane. I got some really crappy drinks. I got hosed up with a glass of wine and an Italian baptism and uh, oh, a, a packet of cheese. Actually, you know, cheese mine, beds.
1: mine was better because we chose different airlines yes. and uh, the one of the home airlines of Denver has Oscar Blue's pinner on the
0: plane so I had a pretty good flight uh, yeah. Yeah. You, you scored I, I definitely did Kendall not. was um, having
2: some pinners on the, uh, on yeah, the flight to I, Denver.
0: I was not so lucky but well, we did get off there at uh, the airport and They had actually the beer garden right there again in Denver International Airport, which was kind of interesting. We didn't walk through it quite as much. But I will tell you that we took the brand new light rail all the way from the airport to downtown.
1: It's fantastic.
0: What a way to move around Denver. Just get get a ticket, get
2: on the train. The stewardesses were fantastic.
0: On the train, yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, it was just, uh, for those of you that are uh, coming to and from Denver from the airport, I can't say enough good things about that new uh, transportation option. So, yeah, it was really cool. We actually stopped off at Lucky Pie uh, right off the get-go, and we had some righteous Beer. Within, like, an hour, we hit Denver. Yeah. So, tell them about the cool thing we had there. Tell oh, the, we
1: started with the true uh, ancient bowl or bole. We're not sure how we pronounce that. We're going to go for it. I it, was it was crisp, a boil. crisp, dry, citrusy, lemony, a little bit of funk, and delicious. Yeah.
0: What's your SUD's rating on that? Oh, that was a SUD's five. I oh, think. for you, right off the bat, man. Yeah.
2: <clears throat> hey, you know, what the part was is how they saved some for us, like, for when we got there. Uh,
0: negative. No. Yeah, definitely no. not. No. Yeah, no, I want to no, thank no. you guys for that. It was too, just, you know? I don't know, there was something <laughs> so cool about that beer. The, it was the balance off of it. It was crisp. It was the citrus cool. component about it was nice, and it was malty. It was you just guys, I was a lot of things that were going on there right from the You guys had
2: your little bromance. That's cool. Whatever.
0: Anyway, <laughs> my such rating was four for the true. That it was, it was a great beer. It was, it was a really great start. And, you know, there were a lot of good beers that were there on tap at Lucky Pie. And uh, we had, uh, you know, some interesting flights. Some things maybe we didn't particularly care for uh, that I don't know that I want to talk about in a raid here. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, it was it was... It was, uh, it was kind of interesting. Um, so um, we had an interesting time. We walked around to one of our favorite places, um, Freshcraft, and yep. we uh, caught up with uh, Joey Yon and Dave.
2: They were, let me just say this, they were in Denver and they were a mile high when we <laughs> found them. So
0: <laughs> Well, we'll uh, come back here uh, shortly and we'll talk about our time at Freshcraft, all the really great beer in just one moment.
3: Look to the left, to the right Keep your eyes on the road, my darling Wondering if we're only passing through Open roads and open windows My hand is yours forever Hey, welcome back
0: to this episode of Sip Suds, and Smokes. You've uh, decided to join us for the second segment. Is that like the winter winner? <laughs> this is a suds episode today. This is actually our broadcast from the Great American Beer Festival for 2016. Uh, really great uh, event yeah. here in Denver. Uh, we're just kind of just chatting a little bit about kind of our making our way around to the opening session for GABF 2016. So we walked around the corner uh, during the break. Kendall reminded me, we actually had another really good beer at Lucky Pie. Oh, it was the Cascade Hopped
1: Sour Ale from Funkworks. Great beer. Fantastic. It was, yeah. And to clarify what Dave said earlier, we were 5,280 feet above sea level at the time. So we were a mile high but had not
0: consumed any of the other substances in Denver.
2: Sure, that's cool.
0: So this is a really interesting series from Funkworks. So what they (laughs) did is they basically took um, one beer and they chose a single varietal hops that they went through it. So they have an Amarillo, they have a Cascade, they have... um, uh, what are some of the other ones um, that they've done? I think they did a mosaic, a mosaic, yeah, Citra. Um, so, I mean, we've seen you know several uh, brewers kind of take this approach where they take kind of a single you know hop varietal and uh, work with it. I don't know that one in particular was really good. Um, I thought the Cascade was singing pretty well. Really off that.
1: nice. Yeah, you get a little bit of the pine, a lot of the grapefruit. Yeah, it worked really well.
0: It was. I think it was the pine that kind of really capture kendall and i because we spent a lot of time in the northeast um where cascade was not quite as prevalent and that pine kind of caught you you and i both a little off guard i was kind of like whoa i haven't had that in a few weeks and i'm like wow that's a wake-up call yeah so
1: coming out of new england i was drinking those uh beers i think spiked with orange juice (laughs) it seemed like
0: so citra forward and i was like wow okay that is definitely cascade hop for sure so Uh, But a great beer. So we walked around the corner to one of our favorite places here in Denver, which was uh, Fresh Craft. And, uh, you know, a lot of uh, great things, you know, at Fresh Craft, you know, through the whole week. Um, But what was interesting is the thing, um, Kendall and I stepped up to the bar, and the thing that captured our attention was there was this giant cask that was sitting there. And it was from? Epic.
1: Yeah. And it was a full firkin, um, what? what's that like ten and a half gallons Uh, it was a it was a nice size it was a nice
0: size cask it wasn't a pony cask yeah. Yeah, yeah um and they were really working on it hard. So this was uh, Escape to Colorado was uh, the Furkin um, that they had there. And yeah. they've done a lot of interesting things with this beer. I mean, they've had it with gummy bears. They've had it with sweet tarts. I mean, they have put everything uh, you could possibly everything. imagine. They put you know, a live baby beer. in it once. So the casket was in front of us. It uh, was a fruited version, and it had two things on it. Mango and jackfruit. Which was you know kind of an interesting choice you know, to kind of go. So this is an IPA. Very good. Um, You know, and to try to, you know, apply kind of a fruit, you know, over an IPA, I don't know, uh, there was something about it, I was like, wow, I don't know if this is really a great choice, you know, but...
2: I thought it was great.
0: I mm-hmm. love Good cask thing. beer, and I was kind of like, I was just waiting, you know, for us to enjoy this. Waiting was the key word. Uh, it definitely. They had a few problems with that cask <laughs> that they were it working on. It was the most overcarbonated
1: <laughs> cask I've ever seen. When they put the tap in, which was a flawless tapping by was. the way, not They're a not single bit bit of, bit of yeah. beer anywhere. They open it up, and I've I've never seen a spray like that. Just pure foam it was. for. That usually means,
2: on, on a cask beer, that usually means they um, they did it too early. They primed it a little too soon before it had fully fermented. So usually on something like that, you'll do it when it's about 75%, 80% fermented out um, so that the yeast has already eaten most of the sugars. Mm-hmm. And then you'll put it in the cask and let it finish eating what's left. And it will naturally carbonate that way. I think but the if you fruit do, kind of
0: played with that. If you yeah, do, yeah. It if you do it too up.
2: early, or you don't compensate for fruit like that, and those extra sugars,
1: boop. Yeah, it was extreme, or the live baby extremely carbonated. Because even after they let off the pressure, the beer wasn't flat like you would sometimes no, get from was, a cask. It was, it was, was still had a it. a it had a still good carbonation in that beer. Yeah,
2: and they had to mess with it a couple times. Even after we finally got there and got one, they had to take it down and mess around with it a little bit more. Mm. You know, and that's,
1: that's a problem with a cask beer. When you put fruit in that cask, nine times out of ten, it's going to gum up that tap, and yeah. it's going to clog it up.
0: Well, So let's go a quick around with uh, tasting notes and ratings on the Escape to Colorado with uh, mango and uh, jackfruit. Dave?
2: I thought the, uh, the fruit came out very well. Um, it definitely had plenty of carbonation in it, but I thought the flavors were really uh, balanced out pretty well. And a lot of times, some of these um, like American IPAs and things don't always translate well to cask beer. Um, but this one, I felt like it really did. I would uh,
4: give it a four.
0: Oh, how about that? Right uh, off the bat, uh, uh, Juliana, what do you think about Escape to Colorado with mango and jackfruit?
4: I really enjoyed it um it was very approachable very smooth and you got a lot of the fruit flavors in there um and they really shined if that makes any sense um i gave it a four and i mean i really loved it cool Uh,
0: kennel what do you think about epics escape to colorado with mango and jackfruit
1: it was an enjoyable beer when they served it finally served it to us (laughs)
0: Took a little while.
1: But the, the mango and jackfruit, and I'm not quite sure what a jackfruit is, but the fruit flavors well, <laughs> really uh, balanced out the bitterness of that IPA. And it was a really smooth, easy drinking beer. Yeah. Being on cask, a little bit warmer, a little bit less carbonation than a, than a draft beer, which is very easy to drink. And that was a four for me. Uh, how about uh, that?
0: Uh, uh. Well, my own uh, tasting notes on Escape to Colorado from Epic Brewing uh, with Mango and Jackfruit um, I don't know. I was just kind of admiring the whole effort of actually getting the cask going, to be honest with you. By the time we got around to actually tasting it, it was actually the freshness of just having cask beer. It was um, it was, was a lot of effort. I think half of the Epic crew was there working on that cask. Uh, I've never seen five people have to get a cask actually flowing and working before. That's like
2: one guy for every two gallons
0: <laughs> well, of beer. It was pretty wild. But... Uh, Anyway, I really, uh, I did admire the beer um, itself. I don't believe I've had escaped Colorado just kind of in a plain Jane version. I have. Oh yeah. So I really, I really could tell the difference. Uh, I, you know, I thought the fruit was actually complementing, you know, kind of the beer overall. It wasn't overwhelming it. Um, I really, I mean, I love great cask beer when it's there and fresh. Yeah. It was a solid four for me all the way uh, as well. Uh, uh, nice. Yeah, great beer. So, uh, Kendall and I had a couple other things to talk about um, there at Freshcraft. I had from Comrade, I had the Superpower IPA. Great beer. I totally dig Comrade. I mean, um, it was nice. It, it's it's just such a you know a phenomenal little brewery. Um, and I actually ran into him today at, at the session, um, and I I walked up and I said you have to keep making great beer because i'm just going to keep on talking about you forever super dank ipa is absolutely one of the best um beers i i really enjoy that so Superpower is a slightly different version um of a hop blend uh, that they make i thought it was really great i didn't think it was a dumbed down version um of super dank itself you know i really um or super damp i'm sorry um I thought it was a really solid beer. I I really thought it was a solid three for me. <coughs> I know you had a little bit of it, Kendall.
1: Yeah, I had a, s- a small taste and very resiny, and and the dankness came through. Um, yeah, it was it was a good beer. It was a three. Cool.
0: What else did you have? I forgot what was the other thing. You had?
1: Oh, the one I had was from uh, Station Twenty Six, oh, which yeah. is a brewery I've never heard of, but the brewery here in Colorado, and they had one called the Juicy Banger IPA. I ordered it based on the name alone, and uh, from my earlier trip in the week to Vermont and New Hampshire, I was expecting a beer called Juicy Banger to be in the fashion of a New England IPA, and I was not wrong. It was. Cool. It was um, had very similar flavors, very juicy, mm-hmm. but did not have the turbidity that you see in some of the New England IPAs. For a, it was flavored uh, and tastes like a New England IPA but Mm -hmm. was actually quite clear you could almost see through it which is a a change from that style but I enjoyed it it was good it was a very juicy beer it was a four cool
0: how about Uh, that well, we got to do one of our favorite uh, things when we we're on the road uh you know um uh, visiting some bottle shops and we got back to a, um a place that we really enjoy here in denver which is the colorado liquor mart really great place um and you know it was just kind of this strange moment where uh we had several places we were looking at going and we just kind of fell to going in there first and I, it just it reminded me of how great that place is. Mm-hmm. They had such a great selection. The walk-in great walking, so we walk in and Kendall. Uh, this was first time you know kind of walk into this bottle shop and um, so there's a cold case when you walk in and they had this sign up that I thought was funny, which was the yeah.
1: There's <laughs> a picture on the first cooler you see that says a walk-in cooler and there's a picture picture of Christopher Walken on Damn. the cooler. I don't think you could have a better moment than you
3: know <laughs>
1: having a walk
2: in cooler. So awful. Just Mike, just no don't.
4: <laughs> he went there. Don't, don't, ever, our, our ever
1: buzz myself, you know. So, Man, so But yeah, what a great selection. I mean it's I could easily go in there and drop a thousand dollars in that place, and it takes some restraint
0: not we to. Almost hey, did. Really, <laughs>
2: it really But between the four of
0: have. us, we probably did spend a thousand dollars. We we dropped some change in there today. Um, so uh, some a, a few subtle changes uh, happened at Colorado uh, Liquor Mart. One, I really thought the inventory was really kicked up. I mean, they yeah. had a lot of things there today. That um, I, both in volume and I think the variety of things. Yeah, there were several things that really caught my attention that I had not seen there. Probably one of the best Phantom, uh, you know, choices outside you yeah, know here in the U.S. They had a really nice selection of Phantom, you know, Belgians um, that were there. Uh, it was really great. Um, both things that were in the market as well as out of the market, I really thought they had a great. I love their can selection and a lot of their, um, a lot of the cold cases that were in the back. Um, we walked out with some really, uh, really great beers Did out of there. Did you
2: see the variety they had of Bud Light? I mean, not just you know because uh, they had the. Dave. They have the NFL teams on them, you know. And, and so They, they didn't just have the Broncos. And they so had the little the cans
1: thing. too, and they had yeah. those twist off oh, oh, aluminum cans. Talk about and bottles, yeah. and the
0: small bottles. There
2: was Lime There was Clamato.
1: Juliana,
0: what was your favorite thing you bought at Colorado Liquor Mart? Oh God,
4: talk there about is, the Bud Light. No, I'm not going to talk about the Bud Light. Talk about the Miller Light. Stop it. <laughs> not. no, there's no source light. Um, I pay. want. I think this selection of true that we got.
0: Absolutely. Yes. And I bought a whole flight.
4: And yeah. I found one lone bottle of St. Somewhere. <gasps> yes! Yeah, was, um, which is...
0: More a really of, uh, great uh, brewery from uh, St. Petersburg. Is that right? Um, a little actually, north of there. Tarpon Springs. Yeah. Tarpon Springs.
4: Yeah. yeah. Um, which I thought was really interesting. And um, what else did we get there, Dave?
2: We got the Batch 200 from Crooked uh, Stave. Yeah. Mm-hmm uh we got some uh stuff
0: <laughs> well let's move around along yeah let's we actually along. uh did get to go to another bottle shop today that we've small never been to which is batch. A small batch you know cool and place. uh it was really great to kind of roll in there and kind of check things out um really <coughs> nice shop uh it's right around the corner from one of our favorite places hops and pies which was crazy. in denver as well and uh I thought it was a good uh, a good one two punch. Uh great selection. Um They
2: had some Melvin two by four. They had really probably the excited. biggest
0: uh, selection of Casey that I've seen um, here, you know, for G F.
2: Yeah, and, so, and yeah. they hadn't even rolled it all out by the time we got there. Yeah. There were there were still more
0: to come of the Casey. Uh so yeah. I thought that was uh, really special.
1: Yeah, they had an incredible selection, and it was nice to see a hometown favorite. They had some uh, Yazoo, Embrace the Funk, Shoe in there.
0: How yep. about that? Yeah, and I think Juliana
1: said they had some Yazoo Sue also in the cooler. They really? did
4: have some Sue. I, I was that. really impressed by that. it was so, cool. Uh,
1: but yeah, I picked up some True and some Crooked Stave there. But it was I I don't know how they got the Yazoo in there in Colorado, but uh, I'm yep. glad they did. I, I'm glad it's getting exposed to these people. Saw out some here.
2: Uh, Blackberry Farm stuff in the both yeah. of
1: those stores both stores had a good selection of blackberry farm which is building That's quite awesome. the reputation yeah. nationwide it's beautiful that that beer is coming out of tennessee and it's uh stellar
0: great lineup of uh cascade you know that i saw there uh as well okay. and uh um several other uh, uh local um can selections um that i saw there
2: some good stuff from epic they had gonna probably the
0: best them. can uh, lineup from Epic. Uh, that I did not see while we were, you know, at uh, Colorado Liquor Mart.
1: I picked up an Epic Mix 12-pack, though, at Colorado Liquor Mart. It huh. had the
0: uh, Little Brainless uh, oh, yeah. on raspberries what and a few me? other selections. Yeah, Dave, are you chiming in And Little little Brainless? I
2: thought he was talking to me. That was just like a hanging curveball
0: right there for you.
2: He's going to have to come across his table.
0: I'm I need to turn on the Prog Rock again just for Dave. <laughs> so. Ian
2: Anderson's a woman, just in case anybody wonders.
0: <laughs> anyway, we had a lot of fun in the, in the car today as we were making our way down to uh, the Great American Beer Festival itself, dun, dun, dun. and it's about time we talk about everything on uh, for the Great American Beer Festival and uh, kind of getting around to, uh, I don't know, just uh, some general discussion. The thing I've been waiting for this whole time was... Kendall's walking in with these fresh pair of eyes. Wow. Uh, You know, so... I saw him crying. I mean, tell everybody, I mean, what did you think? (laughs) I mean, the first time you walked in, the whole size and everything. Well, the first time I walked in, I was just kind of
1: shocked. We we got in way before the crowd, after we picked up our passes, and um, you know, I work a lot of beer festivals, and this thing blew me away just by the sheer scope and size of it so many breweries
2: um how would you like to haul ice for this one
1: oh yeah <laughs> no not not a chance uh but wow and then when we walked in later when the crowd was arriving uh i think i told you already i i felt overwhelmed the first hour or so i just kind of wandered around just randomly i had no idea what i was doing yeah uh, just looking for a place to grab a beer and uh I think I settled into a rhythm. I started figuring out what I wanted to taste and who I wanted to visit, but, wow, it was an amazing experience. It's
2: very well organized. For as big as it is, it's well organized, and it's well run, because they have people everywhere who know, if you have have questions, they can point you, and then there are maps all over the place, and, you know, the app and everything. It it really is pretty well done.
0: Well... So I thought I'd uh, talk about some of the changes just in the uh, you know show floor organization itself because there were a couple things that caught our attention. Um, they moved around uh, some the Brewers Guild um, in uh, the hall itself, and they have this whole new section called Meet the Brewer um, as well. And um, they added probably one of my favorite things this year, which is the heavy Cornel? metal. Oh. No, not the old thing. No, uh, it's a heavy, it's heavy metal good. booth. So basically, they assembled a group of the metal winners from last year in one location, and you can stop by uh, and actually try a lot of the 2015 uh, metal winners. That's and was good. that was great. I just absolutely fell in love, you know, with that entire booth. I mean, I got to try. Um, probably one of my favorites was, uh, an oatmeal raisin beer. Um, and, uh, I'll tell you who that's from here in just a second. Cause, uh, it just really captured my attention. It was, um, the oatmeal raisin cookie ale from, uh, aftershock brewing company. And they won the bronze medal. And I just sat and smelled that beer for practically like 10 minutes. And I'm were looking at him. It was weird. An oatmeal raisin fan, you know, uh, at all um and but there were just a lot of good beers you know kind of as you walked all the way around you know the heavy metal booth
2: you're my boy blue from uh, actually the brew bus in tampa
0: yeah those guys are great
2: um the uh, blueberry wheat
0: well we'll talk a little bit more about our experience at the gabf floor in just one moment after we get right back from this break
3: it's not just the destination. But, baby, the whole elation Riding down this lover's avenue As slow as the willow blows Or as fast as the whirlwind grows We glide beneath the stars in cobalt blue Look to the left, to the right My darling, wondering if we're only passing through Open roads and open windows My hand is yours forever, sweet love Our eyes ahead on these back roads
0: Hey, welcome back to Sips, Suds, and Smokes. This is good old boy Mike here. We're talking about a Suds episode today on the Great American Beer Festival for 2016. And we're, uh, we are were just kind of talking a little bit about kind of the general organization of the floor um, itself. Any other quick changes? You guys really caught your attention, uh, Juliana, Dave, since you guys have seen you know, a few things evolve over time.
4: No, I, I mean, I think for me, I'm really happy that we had the heavy metal section this mm-hmm. year, um, and I like the expansion of the Meet the Brewer section as well. And then the um, the Guild was all in one row, and I like that. that. Yeah, that, we
0: all like that. That works very well. Well, you know, I think that the Brewers Guild is uh, a bit of a special, you know, section. I think for those of us that kind of recognize that there are a lot of beers that don't actually make it to the floor you know on this convention Mm -hmm. and it's a real opportunity for those brewers guilds to be able to bring a combination of beers that are well known Mm -hmm. um uh still to be available for patrons of the uh, convention to enjoy as well as a lot of new beers that may not you know be exposed to a broader audience and i thought I saw quite a few of those back in the. In Juliana the
2: guild and I went through every state that was there. Uh, Montana, very impressive. You yeah. probably don't think about Montana. They were great. Uh, Michigan really brought it. Oh, I'm some, sorry. Some great beers. <laughs>
1: wow. Michigan. Sorry, good. Montana. One of my favorites was Vermont, and yeah, they. Were you great. know, and it's like the guilds—they're not just pouring beers that you've never heard of or can't make it to the festival i mean they were pouring Lawson's sip of sunshine at a lot the of them,
2: and a lot of them had people from the breweries they exactly the brewers or people who were worked there so you could actually talk to them and it wasn't just volunteers uh new york state uh there was one called no treason um the brewery is uh wood woodland hop farm and Oh, some other thing. I don't know, but look them up. They're in New York State. It's no treason. I don't know what kind of beer... Oh, it's an Adam beer. So Kendall mm. knows that is. It's like the first beer ever made, whatever. you know. Yeah. Eve um. kept ragging on him. He was like, oh, I need a beer. So he <laughs> finally made a beer. Um, this thing was kind of smoky and beautiful. And... Um, it was, it was definitely, for me, it, the, the, between the aroma
0: and the flavor, it was a five. Oh, wow. Any other... Uh Dave, what uh, are some of your other uh, top picks out of uh, today at the show?
2: So, in the Washington State Guild, there was a peppercorn saison. Yes. Let me tell you something, dude. I've had a lot of pepper beers. You know, chili, you know, people make chili beers, and then they make beers with peppercorns, pink peppercorns, and you know, Himalayan, you know, dwarf peppercorns with a <laughs> side of whatever. Is this going no, somewhere? No, it's not. It's going here. Okay, that they made this peppercorn saison that was well balanced, great flavor, and no heat. It was like.
4: It was beautiful. It was a
2: taste of peppercorn, and no heat. And you're just drinking, and you're like, "Dude, I want to." The savory qualities of it made you want to keep drinking it, but it didn't burn you up. That was also
0: a five. Wow, how about that? <laughs> Anything else uh, capture your attention? Uh, there were some ladies there, but I'm. <laughs> You know, she's sitting a foot and a half away from you. I know. She's going to hit me like that. Please. Well, I'm glad that there are no, you know, deadly, you know, weapons here at the table. Juliana, would you love to care to talk about some of the beers that you actually (laughs) saw today?
4: Okay. Um, (laughs) That's a
0: long sigh, man.
4: (laughs) Yeah, but look what I'm dealing with. No. um, It's going to be a long ride home. (laughs) I'm going to say one of the best. Spots that i find every year is uinta they're like sort of campground come into my fire like you're actually at a campfire kind of thing they have a
0: good booth presentation okay i
4: think they i think they happen to have the best booth I'm, i'm just saying like
0: well that makes great beer
4: booth wise that's cool um, okay.
0: Booth beer.
4: Then there's also this, um, this Storm Peak Gallagher Watermelon Goza.
0: Mm, that was good.
4: That was... That was a
0: familiar ring to it.
4: That was really good. I really, really enjoyed that. What about
2: that uh, Five Rabbit?
4: Um. Yes, Five Rabbit. I think I we tried a few things from them and really, really liked them. And the um, place next door was... No, there was another one... Three...
2: Three
4: fifty? Yeah, three fifty. Three fifty had... okay, Dave, are you like coming into mind? I'm thing? helping you Can I? <laughs> I'm I'm helping you remember. Thank you for helping me remember. You're... And in the next corner. <laughs> I, I know. No. Three fifty Brewing from Tinley Park, Illinois, um, you know, just outside of Chicago. Everything from them. Everything from them was so, so good.
2: Four out of four.
4: I mean, their I Hate Mondays was great. And um, their Don't Pick Up Hitchhikers was really great, too. Which is
2: also good information for people on road trips.
4: Well, I mean, that's something to consider. Sure. Um, And then there was another one that I really... Liked. It was called. Um, it was a gin barrel aged June from Mad Tree Brewing Company. Yeah, this Cincinnati. one was an ale aged in gin barrels with juniper berries and ginger.
0: I've heard about this beer. J O O N.
4: Right, that thing was absolutely stunning.
0: What's your rating on that?
4: That one is a five. Oh, I that. for sure. Oh,
0: mm. well, anything else?
4: Um, one more. Land Grant, their mm. Greenskeeper Session IPA. This is a Columbus, Ohio brewery. And that yes, was in the. I know. Uh,
2: that was in the. Uh, that was uh, in the guild. Yeah.
4: Flippin' phenomenal for a session IPA. That was bueno. Not even in the app. Right. But Last minute look. sub. It was beautiful.
0: Well, cool. Uh, let's keep going right around. Kendall, uh, what caught your attention today at uh, your very first session of the Great American Beer Festival?
1: It took me a
0: while to get my
1: uh, feet underneath me, but <coughs> though I don't have just one beer, but I have one brewery that I'd like to eat, shout out, and that was the La Cumbre. La Cumbre. From yeah. New Mexico. bueno wow i need like a spanish guitar i went i stood in the line like seven times and the guy finally after like my third beer started you know joking about it because i would get a beer and go to the back of the line and just enjoy that while i worked my way through the line to the next beer they had nine beers i tried eight of them they ran out of one yeah. but everyone was just solid. Anywhere from stouts to IPAs to a rye to sour. Mm-hmm. Every beer was solid and, and I can't say that of every beer I've visited but this was just fantastic. Mm-hmm.
0: What's just some so your rating? Mm-hmm. I would say overall a four. Well, how about uh, that. Uh, cool. Anything else kept your attention? Quatro.
1: Yeah, uh, a brewery I'm familiar with, uh, River Rat, out of Char- I think Charleston, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. I've had their beers for the last two years at the Greenville Beer Festival in Greenville, South Carolina. Good, solid beers, but this year they really blew me away with their Tabasco Kolsch mm-hmm. Man, wow! Could you taste the rat? <laughs> I could not taste the rat, but I could taste the peppers. So, I don't know if everybody knows this, but Tabasco is actually aged in oak barrels. Yeah. And so, then they take those oak barrels after they get the Tabasco sauce out, and they put a Kolsch in it, which is a very interesting beer, because usually pepper beers are overwhelming, and I don't like them. But there was just a hint of that Tabasco pepper. Not a lot of heat. It sounds really good, actually. But it was a fantastic beer, and that was a solid four for me as well. Mm. Uh, uh, oh. And I think the other beer I really enjoyed, I'm glad I got a chance, was at the Heavy Metal Station. I tried the Pilsner from
0: uh, uh, Russian Ooh, River. wow.
1: That, yeah, r- that Russian River SDS Pils was just fantastic.
0: And that was at their booth as well. Um, so I'm so glad they uh, brought that back because uh, it's a really good rendition. Yeah. What's your rating on that? Oh, that's a, that's a five. Yeah, it's a really good beer. Well, I had uh, several beers that uh, captured my attention, and I'm going to try and rip through these uh, as quickly as I can. You know, um, I found myself really enamored with somebody that is on a well-beaten path, but just making really great beer. Um, So I actually walked up to the McKellar um, San Diego booth, Mm. and, of course, I'm not going to pass up a chance to have you know Beer Geek Brunch. It's just such a phenomenal beer, you know, all the way, and... Um, I can't say enough good things I mean that beer is always a solid five for me <clears throat> it's just it's the richness of the roast off that and it's just this really um, delicate balance of you know sweet and dry and and the roast in it. it's just such a great beer yeah. um, but I had for the first time uh, tonight which was actually their Nelson brute um, which is not a beer that I was uh, really familiar with and um, so this is actually a beer that um, they actually uh, uh, put together and it's, it's actually in a wine barrel I believe and it just um, I really thought it was just a, a really good rendition of something that was showing the phenomenal artistry I thought of you know what Mikel actually does with a lot of the beers and uh, I really thought it was a solid beer as well um, a solid four. Uh, uh, uh. You know for me um there were a couple other things that caught my attention probably one of my favorites was actually uh from six rivers brewery um it's called Rosie's strawberry wheat and i'm actually probably going to say this now and i'm actually going to watch it play out um, which is going to be my favorite chick beer of the show i actually was watching you know hordes of women come up and enjoy this this wheat beer and so finally I'm staying there. I'm like, okay, fine. You know, I've got to try this, you know, myself. I'm like, I can't believe I'm having a strawberry wheat beer. But I really enjoyed it. I thought it was actually quite soft. And um, the thing I enjoyed about it was uh, what it was not, which was over-fruited. And the, and the strawberry was nice and balanced with it. I thought it was really, you know, rock-solid beer. I thought it was a solid three. Um, a couple other things that... Caught my attention. The Nitro uh, Velvet Mer- uh, Merlin from Firesome Walker was there, and I really thought that beer on Nitro um, really was kicked up a notch. Um, a solid four. Um, you know, a couple of the things that uh, caught my attention. We'll talk a lot more probably about Von Tropp uh, on a future show, uh, but the Golden Hellas um, from them was just phenomenal and, and Kendall and I are both nodding our head and mm-hmm. we're going to probably talk a little bit about them on another uh, future show um, some other things um, my favorite uh, combination of uh, vegetable with Kolsch is a, cu- a cucumber colch, and the one from High Water Brewing um, really kind of captured my attention um, today and I thought it was a really solid rendition a really solid three oh. all the way for the cucumber colch. so um I'm going to wrap up with uh, talking about uh, a beer that I'm going to probably just gush on and on and on about. And it's from somebody that happens to be both in our backyard as well as um, it's a beer that I had a little bit of a hand in in working on some of the blend of it. But um, it's the Cassis uh, Amour Rouge from Mantra. And uh, this is just a really wonderful uh, Flanders. So Amour Rouge is a softer uh, Flanders style um and uh, Derek Morris is the uh, brewer from, uh, from there and I, I really love the approach, you know, the, that they've taken with this but the Cassis is really a phenomenal beer um, and it's, it's not because I was sitting at the table and I was, you know, having a bit of some contribution and coming up with a blend. I tasted it for the first time in the final rendition today and i the cassis was kicked up you know phenomenal fantastic i know a bunch of you have had this and mm-hmm. it was just an absolute yeah. it was a solid four all the way for me uh, uh, uh. if you have a chance to pick up this bottle i mean you absolutely should um you'll recognize that the white wax and uh they're actually there gabf serving this beer so you should drop by they're in the meet the brewer's section yeah it was the first time i've had that beer and um you know mantra is making
1: some great beer um and I always love to see great beer coming out of
0: Tennessee, but this beer, I think they've raised it up a notch. Yeah, I. it's a little difficult for me to kind of contain my excitement you know, about uh, just how good that beer was. It really was uh, quite phenomenal. Yeah. So I had uh, a little bit of uh, some celebrity moment uh, today on the floor, and for those of you that are crossover uh, fans of some of our other episodes and enjoyed our High West show, um, I um, ran into a Brendan Doyle today. Yeah, well, I know. It's just, I cannot believe this happened. So for those of you that uh, watch our Facebook uh, feed, um, this is a little bit of uh, some real-time information. So um, Brendan decided to, actually he was shopping around for some mezzanine funding to actually expand High West um, Distillery. And in the middle of that, they kind of ran into a bit of a, a buyout um, contest, and so um, literally yesterday um, they were purchased by Constellation Brands for a hundred and sixty million dollars. Nice. So wow. Uh, so wow. I had the guy that just had his his pockets lined with some of the deepest amount of money that I've I've probably seen change hands. You know. Um, and it was just really good to run into him and uh, I'm so happy for him the people at High West I know they've worked hard on you know creating a really wonderful brand and I couldn't wish them uh, you know more success in the future and I'm looking forward to seeing uh, what that marriage you know really comes about with Mm -hmm. Constellation so I'm really looking forward to that Uh, final thoughts about uh, JBF for uh, the next couple of days just try to get through it (laughs) well I think we're all kind of beat you know after our first day aren't we
2: yeah I'm ready for sleepy time
0: I'm going to sing prog rock songs and Dave you know Dave's here all night (laughs) so
2: okay now that's weird because that would mean we were well I'm just going to
0: crank up a good (laughs) yes album you know and and you play it you know in your room I'm not going to sing it to you wow way to enjoy on anything else you're looking forward to
4: You know, just looking forward to the rest of the weekend and pacing myself and trying everything that I can. Because there's just a whole lot of things going on. Looking forward
2: to the uh, meet and greet tomorrow, too.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well... That's it for our episode today. Thanks to all our listeners here on sip Suds, and Smokes, and catch all of our episodes online on iTunes, SoundCloud, TuneIn, Stitcher, YouTube, Google Play, and Spreaker. Our native media host, and catch us online anytime at info at dot com. Our daily tasting notes flow out on Twitter every single day at sip Sud Smokes, and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. I want to thank my co-hosts for being here. Good old boy Dave, thanks for joining me. Thanks, buddy. Good old gal, Yay,
4: to our first night. There you
0: go. And good old boy, Kendall. Wow, I finally went to GABF. Oh, tell us a little bit about your blog. I forgot to mention that.
1: Uh, my wonderful, wonderful, beautiful wife and I blog about the good news of good beer at BeerMakes3.com. So check us out.
0: Uh, definitely. And come back here. Join us once again on Sip Sides, and Smokes for a future episode. We have uh, lots of great uh episodes in store for uh, the rest of our SUDs episode for this season for now this is good old boy Mike asking you to join us once again and keep on sipping